Welcome to the Jason Wojo Podcast, eight-figure advertiser, marketer, speaker, and mentor who has scaled 50-plus brands to seven and eight figures. Jason went from culinary school dropout to millionaire by the age of 24 and has been featured in major news outlets such as Entrepreneur Magazine, New York Weekly's 30 Under 30, IMDb, NBC, ABC, Fox, and many more. After spending over $10 million on paid ads across various channels and generating his clients and himself over $50 million online, this podcast serves as a beacon to all listeners as a way to educate and give business owners around the world tactical ways to scale their business and make more money. Jason has also built the biggest personal brand online for paid advertising with over 1.1 million followers and has an entire content team posting on Instagram nine to 10 times every single day. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern for new episodes and subscribe below and give a five-star review if you like today's episode or a previous one. With that said, let's get right into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome to the Jason Mojo Podcast. I'm here with the world's leading authority of subconscious reprogramming and irresistible influence. As a world-class entertainer, he is the creator of the largest hypnotic production show in the world. He's also the author of the best-selling book, Passion, Profit, and Power. I'm thrilled to welcome to the show the number one leading expert on subconscious reprogramming and the master of persuasion and influence, Mr. Marshall Silver. Welcome. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Jason. Glad to be here. Yeah. So the first question is what is subconscious reprogramming and just kind of, you know, leading into that, um, just kind of go into how you got into that space. And then, yeah. I have been on stage for 52 years. I have been teaching live events for about 40 years now. And one of the challenges that people have is, is communication equals wealth. And we communicate in two ways internally, 1500 words plus per minute going through our brains telling us who we are and who we aren't, what we can be, what we can do, what we can have. And then outer communication is called influence. Everything that we want that we don't have, we are going to get through the powers of influence. And I realized early on when I started training people, I could teach them any number of skill sets, any number of amazing breakthrough strategies to help them become multimillionaires, help them have awesome relationships, help them have optimal health, you know, emotional, mental, physical well-being. The challenge was if you're if you're pouring pure water into a vat of poison, it's still poison. And so what I realized I had to do was get inside people, rewire their subconscious mind, clear out all the bad data and put the real working stuff in there. Now, the majority of our subconscious programming, it's done by the time we're seven or eight years old. That's who we're going to be unless somebody comes along really understands this process and, and, and says, okay, here's the faulty programs. I'll give you a good example. Uh, if you had parents that were laborers and worked hard, they probably instilled in you work hard, get ahead. Well, the challenge is that's not real. It's not true. It doesn't work. If you work hard, what you get is more hard work. You have a, a full day to finish a task. You finish it in half a day. Your employer is going to give you another full day to complete in the second half of that day. Those that think govern those that labor. So the media calls me the millionaire maker. And the reason they do that is at the end of the day, all the real estate investing strategies, all the online internet marketing, social media strategies, none of them work. 
unless your mind is in the right place and you've been reprogrammed to be a multimillionaire before the money's even been deposited in your bank account. I love that. And like the thing that I think is like so crazy is how, and I love the point you made about like all the tactics and stuff that you see online. Everyone's like swipe up and get this one magic bullet and get this one funnel, or you're like one ad away from making all this money. But the crazy part is that me being in the coaching business, like there's so many people that I work with and maybe two to 3% of them actually do something. And it's not because the tactics, it's not because of what I tell them. It's because they literally don't have the confidence or they dealt with some trauma when they were younger that told them that they can't do it. So that brings me to the next question, which is, do you think that it's the parenting or they went through some terrible trauma or just, they've been told so many times repetitively that like, you know, um, rich people are assholes or, you know, uh, what this person's doing is impossible or like, that's only for them to do it. Like you should step away and let them take the floor. Cause I feel like there's so many altering emotions that go through people's head when they're a kid, even before they're seven or eight years old, like you were talking about. Yeah. It's all the above Jason. Certainly our parents are generally speaking, the first authority figures we have in our lives. And when an authority figure speaks into our life, somebody that we identify as an authority, we hear what they're saying without judgment. They're the authority they should know. That's the reason the world's in such a mess right now is we've got corrupt governments that are telling people things about health, about this scandemic that we're in the midst of, about what's going on in the government and the fraudulent fake election that we experienced in 2020, and, and probably for years and years and years prior. The challenge is, is social media, big tech, is, is so in control of the narrative that most people don't ever think past that. They say, oh, you know, I, I put a comment on Twitter and 50,000 people attacked me because I'm a Trump supporter. What they don't realize is troll farms and bot farms were the responding people. Those weren't real people. If you go to their profiles, they don't have any friends and they never, ever once posted on anything except for the comment you just made. And so when people start recognizing how convoluted, how constructed the narrative is right now, they can start see through, seeing through the hypnosis. And when you can start seeing things real, then you can start dealing with reality. It really is the blue pill or the red pill. We're living in the matrix. And so, you know, what I do is I help people get out of the matrix. I help people start seeing reality for what it is. Hypnosis is the non-critical acceptance of ideas or concepts on a subconscious level. One person says something, another person believes it to be true, and then more importantly, acts upon it as if it's true. People ask me, is hypnosis good or bad? And I say, yes. It depends. Is your life working? You know, if, if I believe everybody loves me when everybody hates me, yet I'm happy all day long and all I see is opportunity all around me, then that hypnosis is really good. If everybody loves me and I believe everybody hates me because my self-esteem is so low, that hypnosis is bad. And yeah. so, you know, what the opposite of hypnosis is something called objective reality. Objective reality is the ability to look at a circumstance and not attach meaning to it. I'm looking at a group of people. They all seem to be smiling. They're, they're kind of whispering back and forth while I speak. <clears throat> That's the objective reality, not the objective reality of the negative person that says, oh, my God, they're, they're gossiping about me. They're laughing at me behind my back. Not even the hypnosis of the positive person that says, oh, my gosh, they love me. Objective reality is getting rid of everything and saying, here's the objective reality. So objective reality, number one, times have changed. 
Objective reality number two, uh, velocity is the speed and frequency in which money changes hands. The more velocity we have in our lives, the more we're buying and selling, the better our lives will be. If all you're doing is selling and you're never buying, you're never going to sell as much as you could because you have a, a lack mentality. Oh my God, I can't buy anything. Those that are afraid to buy will always telegraph that fear when they go to sell. Yeah. The, the other side of the coin, though, is that we are in a time of massive velocity. Money is changing hands. The challenge is, is that most people don't have a clue of how to tap into that money. They just don't have a clue. That because they're still, they're still selling buggy whips when we're in the day of the automobile. Yeah. I really like that point, too, because the, uh, the part that you bring up about um, you know, the buying and selling part, how people always want to sell, but they don't want to buy. And I think that does inflict on the, actually the amount that people make. I feel like as soon as I started making money and I started spending it on things that would make me go harder. That's when I started making more money because it's more accountability. So it's I don't know what everything it's yeah. more everything. It's you trusting the process. It's yeah. you contributing to the economy, not, not just the world economy, contributing to your economy. It's you on a subconscious level saying, I am abundant. I don't have to live in lack. I don't have to be afraid of buying. You know, sometimes people get criticized for buying the car or buying the watch or, you yeah. know, or buying the, the 17,000 square foot palace in Las Vegas or the house at the beach where I am right now. Sometimes people criticize people that spend their money because they say, oh, my God, you're wasting your money. If you just held on to that money, you could have so much more. And my challenge is, is I realize that most people don't understand that that's got nothing to do with it. That the, uh, the fact of the matter is velocity, once again, is understanding you've got to spend that money. I'm going to make an adjustment here. I just saw, uh, I didn't notice it before we got started, that my laptop battery is uh, about to die. <laughs> so I'm going to lean over real quickly and plug it in. Oh, you're good. Good to go. All right, awesome. There we and go. That, like, I, I want to get your opinion on this because I, I, like, we get on a lot of sales calls of people, and just over the years, um, I think you have really, really good perspective on this. So, why do you think people like to be told like the lie instead of the truth? Because I have like people like guarantees, people like you know, having less friction. But when you tell people the truth, even though they want to hear the truth because when they're in relationships or they're, you know, trying to figure out if their partner's cheating on them, like that's when the only way they want to hear the truth. But why do people, when they have to make big decisions in their life, like to hear lies? I really want to get your input on this. Cognitive dissonance. You know, when, when I accept a new reality, it might shift much of my reality. I was married twice before I met my one true wife. And I'm glad that I was married twice before I met my wife, Erica. I know who she is. I know what a gift she is to me. I also don't do drama. And because I don't do drama, I, I don't ever have to, we, we never, we don't battle. We might have little things that come up. It'll last two, three, five minutes max. And then we're done. We move on because both of us realizes there's no benefit in the drama. Either, either the person will agree and make a shift for you or they won't in the moment. And you got to deal with what emerges. Same thing true in business. You know, uh, I have been, like I mentioned, in the live entertainment and events business for 52 years. Come March 20th, everything shut down. 
well, I'm in the live events business. I'm not, I'm not a Zoomer. I'm not doing virtual. I barely have a social media presence at all. Why? Because I've made over a half a billion dollars in the live events business. And, and when everything changed, they said, you know what, we'll just sit back. I'll spend more time with the family. We'll hang out. <clears throat> Surely this will blow over. <clears throat> Pardon me. You know, in a month or two, it didn't blow over. In the meantime, I also, while the pandemic or scamdemic as it is, was going on, I also had open heart surgery. And oh, wow. uh, during, during that time, I got knocked back a little bit further. We went and did a couple virtual events, as I mentioned to you before, and it's just not me. I, I, you know, if, if I've got a thousand people on a Zoom wall, except I can't hear them laugh at my jokes, I can't hear their, their clapping or their awe or their, you know, their response, I, I feel like I'm alone. It's just not me. And so while we did a couple of events, you know, when, when I do live events, um, I've been doing this for so long and I have the unfair advantage of being a hypnotist. And, and that's why I help people knock it out of the park when they do live events or do virtual events. Because I have that advantage, we do between twelve dollars and $15,000 per person at, at live events. So if I have 100 people in the room, you do the math. If it's Even if it's $10,000 per person, that's still going to be a million bucks. That's what we do. And when we were doing virtual events, the content was there. The experience wasn't, and neither were the sales. In July of this year, my hometown, I'm, like I said, I'm at my beach house. I'm in the theater at my beach house. Um, my hometown of Las Vegas opened up. They took the masks off. And I wouldn't do live events if they had to wear masks. I won't wear a mask. And, and because everybody was required to, I didn't do live events. In July, they opened up. I went back to Vegas. I did a live event. Off the charts, $13,000 in sales per head, like we didn't miss a beat. We also, though, streamed it on Zoom because we had some people that wanted to do it virtually and the experience was totally different. You know, we're in the room and we're doing fire reading and glass walking and board breaking. And I'm, and I'm reprogramming people's subconscious minds in real time. And the people in the live audience got to experience that there. The people on the virtual audience were massively jealous. And that's a good thing. They were saying, dang, I want to get to that live event. Uh, our sales in the room were great. Our sales on the virtual side we're at acceptable levels. And I said, we've got something. Now there's an expression, it's called fat and happy. You know, I've, my life has been blessed, it's been easy. Like I said, I've made over half a billion dollars doing what I do. I live a life of leisure. I'm literally on the beach in a little town called Carlsbad, California right now. My house is 30 feet from the waves. And I, I want for nothing. The challenge is though, that satisfaction is actually a curse. It's the Buddhist curse. May all of your greatest desires be instantaneously fulfilled. And I, I realized that during these times, there's a lot of people that are having to pivot that aren't able to pivot. And so during this time, I went back to an idea I had before that we never executed, and that's satellite events. A live event speaks for itself. Me in a room, however many people are there. A virtual event speaks for itself. Somebody sitting at their kitchen table in their underwear, on a laptop, watching a, a live event. They can turn their camera off, go have a sandwich, go watch the ball game, come back when they want to. Very little engagement. I mean, they could really love it, and still it's hard to stay engaged because of ADD and so many distractions. What's a satellite event? We are now certifying satellite instructors, certified millionaire makers that will hold small events, 20, 30, 40, 50 people. 
at locations all across the country to start with and then worldwide where we will pipe in my virtual event to them. But because it's 20 people or 30 people or 50 people, there's a different level of accountability. There's a different level of energy in the room. There's a different level of interaction between everybody. Uh, every single time we do a seminar, I have a cash machine that has over $250,000 in cash and prizes in it. And my live event attendees can jump in the, the machine and you know they get to randomly grab for all the cash they can hold. And we're gonna also do it for the satellite attendees that when somebody is selected randomly to go in the machine live, we'll randomly select somebody that's watching it virtually in one of the satellite rooms as well to get matching prizes. How cool is that? How fun is that? That's dope. And so our satellite certified satellite instructors, our CSIs, we're certifying right now. In fact, we've got our first event coming up real soon, just launched it, going gangbusters. And those satellite instructors will likely earn with 20 people in the room, somewhere around half a million bucks a year, working basically three days out of the month to, to host the event. And then whatever time it takes them to find those 20 target rich environment people, people that would want to buy and could buy our products. So again, uh, you know, everything changes, everything pivots. And the best strategy I can give anybody watching this podcast right now is be moldable talent. Deal with what emerges. Never get angry at the game. Fall in love with velocity. Fall in love with the motion of money. Be unattached to being rich. Be unattached to being broke. They're both temporary. And I guarantee you, the moment you're okay with yourself and you say, hey, you know, I really like having a palace, except I'll be okay in a studio apartment. You know, I'll survive. It'll be fine. You'll start making more money. You'll be less desperate. You know, I live in Vegas. Desperate money never wins. Yeah. You'll, you'll be more creative. You'll live, you'll live longer, you'll have less stress, and you'll get everything you want. If you want a Rolls Royce Phantom, uh, you'll get it. If you want the Lambo, you'll get it. If you want the house on the beach, the private jet, you'll get everything. Because the one thing I am absolutely certain of, there is more than enough abundance for every person on the planet to have everything they want. You are one idea away from a billion dollars. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, the last question I have for you, was what's like the one thing right now? Because you're obviously a lot older now. I don't exactly know how old exactly, but I'm 59. 59, dude, you look great for 59. Jeez, and a guy um, that just had open heart surgery. So thank yeah, you. yeah, because my dad just had open heart surgery um, last November. So that's kind of why I resonated with that. Um, and from that, like from from being 59 and being in this space for so long, where like probably when you first started, there was no like social media or internet. Um, so what's like the biggest skill set that you built? And I know you're going to probably say communication. So I'm going to say other than communication, what was like the other biggest skill set that you built that allowed you to do this for so long? And obviously like be the guy in the space, like be the go-to. Yeah. Easy, easy answer. You know, if you, if you, cause you're kind of asking me if you were to teach somebody one skill to make them absolutely rich, give them everything that they want, ensure success, what skill set would that be? irresistible influence. It's not sales. It goes, uh, it goes leap years ahead of sales. What irresistible influence is, is communicating in such a way that other people beg you for what you're selling and they believe it was their idea. That's irresistible influence. 
And so that's what we teach people. I've, I've made, I've made countless people, multimillionaires launched people on their path to billionaire status. And during the course of the time of what I do, the ones that mastered irresistible influence. And again, you know, you said, don't, don't say just communication. That's what it is though. Yeah. You know, even on this podcast, my, my outcome is to give you a good show. That's my first and foremost outcome is, is solving your challenge. The second outcome I have, of course, is engaging people in me, having them say, wow, you know, that was 20, 30 minutes. That guy was smart. That guy had really good information. I want to seek that guy out. I, I want to spend more time with him because when I do that, what happens is, is when people come to me and, and they come to one of our live seminars, which we'd love to have your audience at one of our turning point seminars. I'd love to have you as my guest come to one of our live turning point seminars and see how do we structure everything so that we make $10,000, $15,000 per person in a room. And, and how have we been able to have the longevity of almost 40 years of teaching the same programs for people when other people, you know, as you said, they, they put a product online, they might sell a bit, it's crap. And because it's crap, they, they make a, a, a small amount of money or even a good amount of money. It's not sustainable though. Because ultimately it's crap. And, you know, yeah. again, we've been in this business over 40 years. I've been on stage over 52 years because we do good work. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love it. So I'll put um, your links below in the description. And um, yeah, man, I really appreciate having you on. And uh, it's definitely a pleasure connecting. Um, we will, I will definitely be emailing you soon about, because I'm trying to do like a really big event with a lot of big entrepreneurs in the space. Um, like something huge. And obviously you're in that space. So I would, you're the first person that I want to talk to you about it, but I just, I'm very well connected with a lot of like high level people, like, you know, Jason Capital, Rudy Mauer, like some of the biggest names in like the marketing niche. So I want to kind of like do something with that. Jason, Jason Capital is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he was, guy. yeah, he was like my first mentor and like, we're really good friends now. Um, you tell just him like I really said, hello, you tell him he's brilliant and you tell him, I apologize that I had car trouble at his last event. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I was I was scheduled to be on his stage and I was in my Rolls-Royce Phantom. It has it has uh, run flat tires and we got a flat in the middle of nowhere in Southern California. I was going from my beach house up to his event and we got a we got a flat in the middle of literally nowhere and we couldn't get assistance for like 3 hours. And now, uh, what and was he, that what, was that the uh, the entrepreneur day stuff that he does or like was it like a paid event? I, I believe it was a paid two-day okay. event in, in Orange County. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one that is. Yeah, and I was very, that. very yeah. sad that I didn't make it. Very frustrated to be sitting in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He He's having like a – I mean, he does like these free ones, but um, I'm actually going to see him on the 24th because I'm flying out there. He has like these free masterminds now. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's like all for like his close friends and entrepreneurs, not for like the public of the 18 to 24 year olds who just ask stupid questions. Like, why don't you have a Lambo? Like, how do you make a million dollars? I don't know. Like he was doing all these events and they were just grabbing the wrong crowd. So now mm -hmm. he's just doing it with just his close friends who are like more high level. So it's funny. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and what you just said is key. It, it's, you know, you were asking me about success. That is one of the elements of success is make sure that you're operating in target rich environments. I would agree. Mm -hmm. You know, they, unfortunately, social media has bred a large amount of people that aren't real. <clears throat> they didn't even rent the Lambo. It was parked on the street. Yeah. <laughs> they took a selfie with it while they walked past it. 
<clears throat> they were at somebody else's party and they, they escaped into the backyard, stood by the pool, did a real short video and acted like it was their house. The, the social media is so full of these broke, fake people that you've got to sift through that. And again, you would be ideal as one of our CSI trainers because of your level of influence, because you realize it's not about having 500 people at an event. It might be about having 20 of the right people yeah. there. Yeah. And, and like I, yeah. Environments. Yeah. And I host like free masterminds every month so I can make like all my IGTV content. So we do two day masterminds. We actually have ours literally tomorrow. Um, and we have about a hundred to 110 people coming and we just, so are they coming like, live? Yeah. Like in person. Yeah. yeah. So you and I should chat when we are off yeah. silver S Y L V E R.com forward slash C S I you and I should chat. Cause if you already have groups of a hundred, 150 people, we could help host one of those events. So it's exactly the same thing you've done, yeah. except breathe massive different content into it and also supercharge their lives while making you a boatload of money. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Like I have over like a million followers on Instagram. So like, I mean, as far as getting people in, like that's pretty simple. I mean, people like love what I do because I'm like a tell it like it is kind of guy. And I just like, I don't do all the fluffy marketing bullshit. Like, if you're lazy, I'll just be like, you're fucking lazy. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, grab this, like, blueprint playbook, whatever the fuck people sell now. It's just like, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down to do that. It's definitely cool that awesome, we actually brother. connected. So, and Me too. Great connecting with you. I look forward to connecting with you all outside of the podcast. Yeah. You are a gracious host, and I'm very grateful you had me on your show. Yeah, of course. All right, man. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Have an awesome day.